Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody and welcome back to the Triforce podcast coming at yeah from uh, from your studios the island of Jersey and a place in London that we will not identify <laughs> Twick Twickenham it's uh, Twickenham it's, yeah I forgot uh welcome back so joined by period of sips how you guys doing great a good week just good great oh, week just great one great of the best it's it, it's it's plowing into the the early February snowmageddon. Yeah, it's cold um, as flip out there. It's absolutely freezing. We had hail here yesterday. It hailed. It hailed for like ten minutes, and then the sun came out. It was like kind of nice. Yeah. Well, that's the Weird. thing. The weather just blows over the island. Global like, warming is is yeah. the cause. I think there's lots of uncertainty in the weather systems. You know. Apparently, we we shouldn't call it global warming. We should call it climate change because that's climate a more change. yeah that's a right. more e- effective descriptor. Right. But it, it's minus three in Twickenham. Yeah. I mean, it's not not unusual. You know, I know that in North America at the moment they're they this week they're freezing their asses off. It's it's yeah. minus twenty eight in Chicago last night. Mm. Um. It's I think it's minus thirty one today. Yeah. I don't think that's like super uncommon though. It is no, a it cold is. part of the it world. It is like the whole of North America is frozen solid. Like yeah. it is. It is bitter cold but with the wind chill it feels like minus 50 Whoa. like everything's frozen and shut down so i, I think grew, it is I grew up on that side of the world and i you know that's that seems legit to me i remember it being cold like that all yeah the i mean it's time. cold it's cold but they, if everyone's saying holy shit this is cold it's probably colder than normal maybe yeah. minus 27 yeah the yeah. fuck like that's insanely cold. Yeah, yeah it is. The yeah. Arctic swell or something is like the weather's just fucked off down from the North Pole and just chilled everything to the bone. But I mean, how cold must it be in northern Canada right now? That's what I'm thinking. There are yeah, people really living cold, out there yeah. at the Diavik Diamond Mine, which I flew over on the way to LA one time. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? And it's a <laughs> giant hole in the ground where they make they dig diamonds out of the is earth. Is that something that was on those in-flight kind of um, screeners or whatever? Like shows you like, like whenever you're on a plane and you fly over these places, it sort of tells you places that you're like, kind of, on that, there's places on that map that you've never heard of, right. and you're like, but surely the city of like Ontario is right there or whatever. But what? it's like telling you it's like the fucking like the Newfoundland forest or whatever, and you're like, yeah. well, well, what? It was just the nothing. city of Ontario. Yeah, <laughs> you fly over Goose Bay. Goose Bay is a good one. Goose Bay. See, flew, what the uh, fuck is that? You fly down the west, sort of when when you when you fly to LA from London. For a start, it's only a nine and a bit hours flight because they go basically so far north. 
that they skip a lot of, uh, of, of you know, previously they flew straight over the Atlantic, it took forever, but they go, they fly much further north than they used to. Yeah. So it's, it's cold as flip. And when you look out, you can see just snow forever and glaciers and all the rest of it. And it, it's actually a depressing hellscape. Um, and flying in, I was lo- flying over Diavik, and I, the, all the roads are just like super straight lines because you know there's nothing around it. You just go in a straight line. Why wouldn't you make your road super straight? And um, yeah, it was de- it was depressing. Apparently, there's a lot of alcoholism and trouble there <laughs> because there's nothing to do. Well, like, is that is that really what it's like? Is that really the thing, or is it is it like it's beautiful? Some people love this kind because you say call it like a blasted hellscape, right? Yeah. But some people love that it's, kind it, of raw, nothing. like it's flat. It's flat is and it, it's cold. What well, I mean, is it what, unnaturally flat though? Is it? Well, like, no. I mean, it's on Earth, so it exists yeah, in nature. Nature put it that. It's not yeah. like because the diamond mines have like deliberately ploughed the whole area. No, no. I mean the entire area. Like you're flying in. There's nothing. There's no feature. There's nothing. It's like you've been dropped on an alien planet and been told, mine the unobtainium for us. Like, that's literally what it looks like. And, yeah, it just looked hellish. Oh, for fuck's sake, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the house phone? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I think you have to have a landline because... Because he's over, like, a certain amount of age. Yeah, I'm old enough to have a house phone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we got one too, but... They just fucking hung up. They hung up on you. You interrupted the Triforce podcast for naught. What if you have, like, what what if your cell phone runs out of batteries... Right? What if your cordless phone runs out of batteries and you there's an emergency and you have to phone, you know, nine one one or whatever? You have to have a landline for that, right? Yeah. It's always going to work. I mean, oddly enough, the only people I call on the landline are my mum. Yeah. And I think my dad. That's it. Yeah. Like there, there's no one else I use the house phone for. Like if it rings, it's going to be one of two people, Mrs. F, and she knows that I always have my phone on silent, uh, so she calls the house phone to say she's on her way home from work. Or my mum. That that's that's the entirety of, of the, the people that use my house phone. The house phone is like a like a last resort, though, right? Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. If you hear that ringing, you're like, oh shit, something's going down. Something like, serious. Why is like, somebody phoning me on this? Spam. Yeah. It's like the it's like the it's like the red phone for Batman or like the it is. president's it feels line very or something much like, like that. Why is that ringing? Whoa, oh my God. What is that? Yeah. It's but trouble. I mean, it, it, it's it, like it's if it's not one of one of those two people. Uh, my mum, my dad, or, or Mrs. F, then it's it's definitely going to be spam. And I had a guy yesterday, and they try to butter you up beforehand, you know. Hello, am I speaking to Mr. Forsyth? <laughs> yes, fine, I'm not going to correct your pronunciation of my name, that's whatever. Oh, hello, Mr. Forsyth, I hope you're having a good day. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, just tell me who you call him from. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> I'm calling from the London... Research Consumer Index Institute. And I'm like, okay, so this is some fucking survey. Please never call me again. And I hang up. But then they'll they'll call. They've obviously got me on a list. Call this guy every fucking day for a week and break his spirit. That's pretty much what they do. <laughs> Hi, uh, Mr. Forsyth. It's me again. I noticed that you uh, you hung up on me last time. We got cut off. He back and he just gets creepier and creepier. <laughs> Ted, you don't want to ever phone. You don't want to ever hang up on me again. <laughs> I'm watching you. I can see you in your window. Put down that <laughs> cup of tea and talk to me. Huh? <laughs> I'm in your house. You didn't eat that banana yet that's on your desk, did you, Mr. Forsyth? 
Oh my god. That would be creepy. That's why you should always be polite to people. You never know when they're just going to flip and turn into, you know, those villains you see on the movies. It's Especially true. the ones that are killers. Stone cold killers. I, I tend to give them a little a little um, pep talk. Like uh, th- there was this girl that was calling me pretty much every day about a car accident I'd had in the last three years. And I said, could you narrow it down? Because I get in a lot of them. So let me know which of the ones in the last three years it was so we can carry on. She just sort of sighed. And then I said, look, you're better than this, aren't you? I said, you don't have to do this for a living. I said, just call people up and annoy them. I said, what, why don't you find a find a job that doesn't annoy yourself and other people? She just hung up. <laughs> I was oh like, I'm trying God. to give you a pep talk here. The, re- the, the reality of the situation was too much. Yeah. Was just I think they don't have a, a choice, though, right? No, That's everyone's like, got a choice. You, think- you don't have to have a shitty job in a call center. I think the problem is you get that job and you think, well, it's it's it pays the bills and you settle down. But the idea, I mean, you know those people that call up and they're actually trying to con you? Uh, I'm wondering, like, do they go to work with a heavy heart? You know, do they go in thinking, geez, I've got to go in and rip people off? Or does it eventually just become normal? Like juggings in prison, is it just one of those things, you know, you just jug people because that's what everyone else is doing around you? I see, you just have to let it happen. Yeah. Man, I had this moment yesterday. I was making some tea and um, it was really cold, right? And um, so my wife was like, oh, can you get me a hot water bottle? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Fine, I'll get you one. So I made, so I boiled up the kettle and I made some tea and then I poured it on the tea. And then I took the kettle over to the sink to fill up the hot water bottle. But I perched the kettle like sort of precariously in between. Like, you, you know, you have like the, the main sink and then you have like that little fucking sink. Right. Uh, I don't even know what it's for, but it's like between the sink and, and, the, and like the draining board. Mm. Yeah, the washing up sink, the additional sink. It, well, the, 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 the sink yeah. that never gets used in my house anyway. It's like this little little tiny mini sink. So it's like perched there. And then I it, it sort of like almost fell. And I was like, oh shit, like what if that had fallen down and you know gone all over me and scalded me and I had to go like to the hospital or something? It was like nine o'clock at night. And then I thought, what the how the fuck would I explain that to people? Like if I just couldn't turn up and like stream or, or do anything for a couple of days because I'd accidentally jugged myself like, you know, <laughs> with this kettle of boiling water Jesus. that I just put in the worst possible space. You know, when you have you do something like totally careless and then it, it almost falls on you or something bad almost happens and you, you're just like, whoa, what? Why the fuck did I do that? But you can see how easily people could jug themselves too, right? Mm. That moment of madness where yeah. you just like, you know, perch it on that sink that nobody uses the the in-between sink <laughs> yeah i worry about about boiling water when i'm cooking like if i cook the kids some pasta and i'm carrying the pan from the oven it's the, the other side of the kitchen to the sink right and they're always playing in the fucking kitchen when i'm cooking for some reason like they come in there i start cooking and the first thing they do is get the nearest chair to the oven and start oh. doing something and i'm like why they do love you always playing do with this? the knives actually Man, they're, my, they're playing with the my, knives my son got like this garlic in their eyes my son yeah. got like a mini skateboard and and my daughter got a scooter for Christmas, a little scooter. <laughs> so anytime we're in the kitchen, that's when they decide that they're going to skateboard and scooter around the kitchen. Like, and oh, also, God, you love to cook nuts. on that Segway as well. You <laughs> love to make sure. Absolutely, like, yeah. It it's just gets you from the oven to the, to the sink. Yeah, just for sure, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's futuristic. It makes, it makes the house feel more like the Jetsons. And also, 
um, it's it, it's really good for conserving energy too. Also, because you you feel such burned and scalded hands, you always just put butter on them, you know, to keep the, you right. know help help them heal. That's right. Yeah, and so you just have the butteriest fingers uh, when you're carrying stuff. I can I can understand it. You're a dad. Yeah, you know these are necessary things to have. I in just the lay kitchen. I just lay in bed all day, and my wife's life is a living hell like she's just downstairs slaving away like just just waiting for that moment dear my dressings need changing <laughs> bring the butter up can you bring another hot water bottle <laughs> this one spilled everywhere oh god i always say like nobody move pan of hot water coming through and they immediately stop scampering for cover yeah and i'm like don't don't move means freeze like don't move oh like i have to explain when i say freeze that i mean stop what you're doing and don't move because i'm coming through with a pan they just move around more yeah Yeah. i say don't move and they they go it's like panic water right it's like this thing where you get a little bit on your hand and it's okay right or you get like or occasionally you know you grab like a little bit like your cookie pasta yeah you get a fork and you can eat and it's like doesn't burn you and so that makes you kind of Reckless with it, you know. I'm not reckless with boiling water. I don't want this reputation to be to be out there. No, but not you. I mean, like just generally. Like it feels like oh, it's only water. How can that like cause any serious like burn? But actually, it's 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 more like yeah, it can do it. Could do a lot of damage. But then again, like fat is even worse. Like that's the worst thing to get a a burn from. I think is uh, because it's fat. Hot fat. Like if you get hot oil on yourself, uh, I've I've got a big a big gob spat out of some sausages one time onto my hand and and that fucking hurt and i'm thinking you know in the movies when they pour boiling oil on on this on the soldiers that are attempting to siege the castle oh god and yeah. they just go ah, fall to the ground <laughs> I, i'm thinking they always do the wilhelm scream they really yeah. do but i'm thinking of all the horrible things to come up with uh, pouring boiling oil on people that are wearing metal armor. I'm thinking, I, I can't think of anything worse. I, I'm not sure it ever actually happened because it, it would oh be God. tricky enough to get that much oil, heat it up, and then they have to be exactly under it. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it seems a bit like a movie thing. I don't know if they ever actually did pour boiling oil on people. Also, I think in the most of the movies, the siege consists of marching up with an army saying, Lord Fontalwoo! Surrender your castle and come out. And he'll go, Mella! And they go, right, siege. And they start attacking with ladders and shit. You, why bother? Like, a siege generally was you just build a massive camp around the castle and starve them to death. That's it. What are they going to yeah. do? You can, you know, and launch shit at the castle with, with trebuchet, try yeah. and knock a hole like in the wall, dead, fuck dead them up. Cows and stuff. Yeah, they chuck tried some to disease like, shit in there. Yeah, and you some just pestilence. starve them out. Way easier. You don't go anywhere near the boiling oil and the parapets. No, hell no. You try telling your men to do that. Right, lads, go stand under that gate. They'd be like, no, I got boiling oil up there. Do you know how painful that is? It's kill. I got a tiny bit of boiling oil on my hand one time, sire, and it stung like flip. Forget about it. Apparently, one of the things they would also pour, more likely, apparently, is hot sand. Like they would would pour on people or boiling water because oil was quite expensive. Yeah, hard to come. And also, took a long, I guess, took longer to, to, well, I think like. I think also if, if anyone was sort of resisting attack in such ways, you know, you might not want to incur the ire of the uh, attackers, you know, yeah. you don't want to piss them off too bad by covering them in... I mean, boiling oil feels like pretty rough, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, they, they, they definitely have no a no-mercy policy if you boiling oiled them, for sure. Yeah. 
It must have been sucked being in, in the castle when there was a siege on Man, it like, must have just sucked living during that period. Oh, it sucks for everyone. <laughs> fuck me. It's bad for everyone. Like, what it does, how it are we even for. here right now? Yeah, I know. Like, if It'll that's our history, it's incredible, isn't You'd it? You'd never fuck. be warm. Disease would be rampant. No food. Even the king has, is never going to be warm. You know it's not going to be warm. Your in those life castles. expectancy was like 20 years tops. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. It's like just the worst period of time Most ever. jobs involved collecting piles of shit into a bigger pile. Like, I bet that's 90% of jobs was just shit shoveling. That's yeah. it. Just shovel that shit. Ugh. This, I, man, I didn't oh, train... Uh, you know, for for years in in making in the making of siege engines and weaponry to be a shit shoveler, but that's where I find myself now. You'd be th- it would be like uh, even if you were the history degree, even if you day. were the king and stuff. Like you know, how the fuck did you know that people were just doing what you asked them to do and stuff? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like you had drones to keep an eye on people and stuff. Like, yeah. how the fuck did anybody do what you told them to do back then? Yeah, like, you you get your best lord. You give him an army, you're like, march off and take this area. You wouldn't yeah. know for days whether it had worked Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And then he could have just taken it over and just yeah. said, oh, yeah, sorry, we lost. Anyway, I'm just going to go and, you know, fucking farm this one field that I have. And he just goes back to that other castle and just like, you know, yep. rules that rules just up. disappears. <laughs> I'm not listening to you kingdom. anymore. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you're the king. Oh, shit. What now? You know. Yeah, awful. exactly. I don't know how anything worked. It's and they're all trying nuts. to kill you. Everyone's trying to kill you. You've got to have a special guy to taste your food. Yeah, your family especially, right? Yeah. Back then it was like a big thing. Your family was always out to get you. You had to make sure you... You, you 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 shored up your your dynasty with a lot, lots of lots of sons and stuff. And well, ah, you say that in, in the um the the Arab kingdoms, when the when the eldest son inherited the 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 throne, he'd immediately kill all his brothers because he was like, if anyone's going to kill me, it's going to be those fuckers. So I'll kill them all. So you know, yeah, yeah. You, you waited because obviously the king has a bunch of sons. Some of them might die, so they don't kill each other yet. But the moment one of them's king, he's going to kill all the rest of them as fast as possible. You would, wouldn't you? Because why take a chance? I guess. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just glad that I'm alive in this day and age and not not, not any of the other ones. Because, man, like, oh, God, especially the, especially the medieval times. Yeah. And, and possibly before that as well. But even imagine, imagine like being alive in like this, the 1400s, the 1500s, 1600s, the 1700s, even the 1800s were kind of shit too. Like it's not, it's, it's really just like probably recently where things like became okay and somewhat bearable. But like, man, life was like much harder, wasn't it? Like, yeah. A long time and ago. And the rules were so fucking strict. You yeah. couldn't be anything other than perfectly normal like if you were even slightly different they're Uh probably gonna burn you at the stake yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. and like you used to get the death penalty for like nothing like if you stole a piece of bread or something you you get like life imprisonment or the death penalty i know you know you say the wrong thing about the king they kill you yeah they someone thinks you're a fucking uh which the killer you, you know, spoke out about wrong religion. religion the killer well i think these are the these are the thing these are the accounts we heard though i mean we don't really you know it doesn't make a big splash when just nothing happens does it you know the, the news is the news you know there's billions of people in the world and we hear about you know one guy getting murdered or whatever you know it's like you know but, but actually 99 percent of people are fine and good and don't end up getting killed for hanged for stealing a loaf of bread or whatever uh, like, you know i, I feel like well I feel you're like saying we get, uh, 
actually the the dark ages were missold, and they they actually were that bad. <laughs> just just riddled with fake news. I guess they're they probably were up. though. To Hello, Mister Forsyth. Uh, I believe you've been missold the dark ages, and I would like. Have you have you did, have you purchased the dark ages in the last five to ten years? Because you may be entitled to dark age compensation, which is that we we burn someone you don't like at the stake. I tell you what, if you're in fucking Chicago and it's minus twenty seven at the moment, and you're thinking burn it sounds pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, that hot oil would would, Ooh, would benefit me greatly. Will someone please just pour some hot sand on me for crying out loud? <laughs> I'm so cold. So apparently, like there were shit tons of like events through history where people like like before gunpowder, where I guess people liked throwing fire and stuff. You know, like classically, we always remember like fire arrows and shit like this, or yeah. or, or like trebucheting like a big fiery fucking load Mound of tar or some shit. Yeah, they yeah. they cut a rock in pitch and tar and set it on fire and chuck it in there hoping to start a blaze. That lands on top of uh, the barn. That barn's going up. That's going up in flames. I bet on exactly. a fire would have been a fucking nightmare, you know? At the, at the 1215 siege of Rochester Castle, King John ordered that 40 pigs be killed and their fat to be used to set fire to the mines beneath the keep, which caused it to collapse. A cheap and effective Again, technique. You know, who's going to fucking carry out that executive order? Oh, <laughs> King King Ron said the kid. <laughs> he's put in an order to kill 40 pigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, are you going to do it? Nah, maybe after lunch. I don't know. You think they're all lazy peasants was the problem. Work, work. I mean, what else are soldiers <laughs> doing, right? You know, like, off. I read, like, when I was, um, when, when we were in old New Zealand, that the New Zealand army had been involved building these roads for, um, the to get to Hobbiton out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. So they could build all this, this film set, you know, and it's kind of... Is, is it really interesting? It's called like Buckland Road or whatever, you know, named after some sort of the, the shire. It's really interesting how, like, um, so I've been thinking about, a bit about New Zealand because I've been playing the new Civ Six uh, expansion, which has the, the Maori in it. Right. And, um, and it's quite fun anyway. I was, I was thinking all about my holiday last year because this time last year I was in New Zealand and um, going around having a fucking great time in, the, in summer. You know, it wasn't cold at all. You know, if you want to avoid the cold in Chicago, just flip to the Southern Hemisphere. It's probably fucking boiling down there it's midsummer it's probably lovely not everyone lives a fucking playboy lifestyle like you lewis and yeah just, maybe just get tarquin to uh fly you over in the yeah. p- private jet for a tarquin, change warm up the jet it's a bit 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 frosty this morning i think i'm going to <laughs> fuck off to the southern hemisphere <laughs> you're not free to join me much like everyone who's probably stuck at home working for the working hard like doing fucking ringing you up asking if you've been missold the fucking dark ages yeah i'm still here grinding away at the fucking triforce i'd love to go You're away, grinding anyway. away i never describe our jobs as grinding away most fucking <laughs> army guys they're fucking they're gagging for something to do they're like oh god i just sat around and they will you please send me to fucking it dig a mine under yeah. this keep or something because yeah. kills 40 pigs that sounds like the fucking best day ever if you're in the army yeah. it's like if you've got a choice between polishing your boots again marching around again sitting around on your ass doing fuck all or go and kill 40 pigs get the fat off of them fucking shove it under the keep and set fire to it that sounds they like never awesome. sit on their ass and do fuck all though what soldiers they sit on their ass all the time during during like uh war they do that and that's just like a, a nice little thing like you know they do a, a little tour they're like all right boys you can sit down for a bit you know you, you seen some shit <laughs> <laughs> during training nobody's sitting around i Fact, bet there's a lot of sitting around constantly running up hills and 
eating spaghetti and barfing up the spaghetti on a hill and stuff. Like, oh my God. It's... What was what did I hear about the army? It was something like where we do more than normal people do in a day before 9 a.m. and then nothing afterwards at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, did, like that. they do. They, they, they just like, they, they, they splurge out real early. They, they wake up at like five in the morning, do all their work, yeah. and then at nine o'clock, they're all done. I want to know, if, if you get really tired, can you just ask for a, a quick nap? I wonder how that would go down. No, I mean, it doesn't work Because I wouldn't like, be able to do it otherwise. It's a job, right? So, like, it's the same as, <laughs> you know, working at the staple factory. You don't, you don't ask old man Benson, you know, midway through the shift, can I go have a nap? I'm feeling a little bit tired. Is that like, why they not, let me go? Probably, yeah. You're not going to just, like, walk up to the colonel and be like, yo, sir, really sleepy. Uh, hello, sir. I'm yeah. really tired. Can I have a quick nap? He's going to say, drop, and give, me, drop and give me 50, and then he's going to get the boys to wrap up soap bars in their towels. I feel like old man Benson, who's running your fucking army, is probably 10 years younger than you at this current point. <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. He's like, old man Benson is 29. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, it's, oddly enough, I do still think of myself as, as kind of young, even though I'm obviously not. I'm fucking middle-aged. But it's the same for all of us, but people in war, it's, it's a young... It's young man's game guys. that's it yeah it's they're not... like really young young bucks in in war aren't they that's, that's, that's the great tragedy of the of the whole thing right it's old men sending young men to die when yeah. it should be the other way around I yeah we think, should get the young get, in, get that some would be fresh new ideas for policies and reforms and send all the fucking geriatrics out to war just get them <laughs> on their zimmer that. frames with she, they're just gonna fucking die in a couple of years anyway they might as well just fucking toil around in a trench and they've had their you know, kids be miserable yeah, yeah. exactly they've Honestly, had their like, life they've let's had fucking their get life. a guy in like a general grievous style wheelchair yeah. with fucking you know the like, new the face of warfare it's like a 94 year old Guy with no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! I reckon some of these old fucking guys could probably fight way better than yeah, these a, young. There's, um, there's a these book, young soy boys. There's a book called Old Old Man's War, right? By John Scalzi or Scalzi. I'm not sure how you say it. And it's basically this is the plot of that book: is that the elderly sign up for the military, but they're given a young body, so they sort of clone them. And, and right. insert them into this completely unbelievably genetically engineered perfect body that's got like built-in camouflage and amazing vision, all the rest of it. Right. And so it's like crisis, sort of, but like with uh, right. with old man brains. But the first know. thing that they all do is immediately start all having sex with each other because they're like, you know, young gods now. And it's not their body either, right? So, yeah. so they're like, oh, whatever. So they're just like all fucking each other like crazy. Nice. I thought that was kind of funny. But it's a good book. It's a good book. Well worth a read. Yeah, it's an oh interesting It's an interesting uh, thing, that, isn't it? I, I'm sure that that would actually happen in real life, too, if you gave people all new, fresh, young bodies. That's probably the first thing they would do. That's with what them, I'd fucking right? do if I was 18. I'd just start fucking everything that moves. Yeah. 18 is single, obviously. I feel like you have like a lifetime of experience handling hot like you know sort sort of water yeah. you know i reckon you could you could take that to the next level you know fill that with like napalm and you know <laughs> you know be sent out. nobody move yeah. napalm coming through stop moving everybody starts moving around <laughs> it's on your, you're on your segue yeah like Holding two saucepans. I went to visit my friend in Rome. He lives there. He's from Canada originally. And uh, we went to this park one day and you could you could rent Segways and uh, you could rent a golf cart as well. So we're like, fuck it, we're going to rent everything. So we rented some Segways 
And it was amazing. We were just like tearing around this park. There's like all these people like with their kids and they're all holding hands and having a nice time. And then there's these two fucking goons just tearing around on these segways doing jumps over these like little the, the, the little hedges and stuff. And then we got kind of sick of that. So we hired the golf cart <laughs> and then we were just tearing around. It's like this really nice sort of like Roman garden with all these families. <laughs> and then this golf cart just tearing around, going, going around corners on two wheels and stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> What the fuck? I would do it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> it wow. was so much fun. I I, uh, I I did something I haven't done in a while last night. I went out. Whoa! I left the I left the house. I actually went oh out. What, what prompted this? Well, were you invited? Or yeah, were you yeah. just had you had enough? No, no, no. I, I I was invited. It was a thing. Um, my friends. Um, I can't watch this TV, this film again. Oh man! It's like. Ah, you just need to had enough and you marched out. I, I, like, no, I, like, I prefer I had, that. I had a moment I'm like that the guys. other day. I had a bit of a meltdown on, on Twitch the other day because people were talking about my YouTube channel and saying, you know, how come I haven't posted anything on YouTube for like it's a like year? It's like a meme now, though. So I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's just like, it was just the, I, I enjoyed doing Twitch more and it's, it's more fun or whatever. And then people, you know, like how Twitch chat does, you know, like when you, you sort of like open a dialogue with them or you ask them something and then never, everybody's never opinion comes, yeah. comes spewing out. And ever, so everybody's got these ideas about, you know, what I should do to, to get back onto YouTube, even though like I, I'm not sure I really want to sort of thing. And then somebody goes, you should start doing vlogs. And then I, it triggered me so hard. I just fucking lost it. I was like... <laughs> I fucking vlog every day. I'm sitting here in front of a fucking camera on Twitch for like eight hours a day every single day. Like, I never leave my house. I don't go out. I don't do shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do I even have to say at this point? Like, nothing. I have no new material. Nothing. I just, I, I completely fucking lost it. Like, I, this went on for like 20 minutes as well. I just like this massive rant about it. The thing is, there is content going out on your YouTube channel. Well, well with Sips Live, right? So Sips Live well, is yeah, like just, It's just the regurgitated live stuff, yeah. There's stuff that's being clipped and cut up from live. And, you know, if people want to watch stuff, you know, there you go. It's like there's loads of content, but it's just not on the same channel. That's why and people I think that people don't know that there is that YouTube channel. That's the thing. Like a lot of the time people say, why is this thing happening? And you're like, well, it is. It's just here. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, it's just it's just weird, though, because like, you know, when you it, when you stream every day, like what what the hell would you say in a vlog? Like, I, I mean, you cover pretty much everything already anyway. Right. Or like, well, I do like anything new that happens. You know, which is which is very very few things, <laughs> <laughs> given that I just leave my house to come into my garage and play video games all day, and then go back in my house and go to bed. I mean, that's you know what I mean. I, like I it's totally all covered, get it. and I have noticed this as well. Like you know, when 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 we st I stream I'm streaming a lot more since since December, and I'm worried to like tell the same stories or talk about stuff that's happening because you and know, I tell we... the same stories all the time. It's like people hanging out with an old grandpa. <laughs> like well, that, sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, did I ever tell you guys about the time? And then you just look at chat. They're all like, yes, yeah, we fucking heard this one already. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. God, my mum does that <laughs> so much. I, I try not to do it myself, but she she does that all the time. She'll start telling me a story. Do you remember? This reminds me of the time. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And it'll be the same fucking story. And me and Mrs. F just look at each other like any time well, it happens. Your mum does yeah, that. No, yeah, my mum does it. She'll just start telling a story. Like, she'll she'll start telling a story that we've heard 
a thousand times, like sometimes that week. Yeah, yeah. It just reminds me of the time <laughs> I, I went my, to India. And now India is a country. My, my grandma used to do that. And we used to we used to be the same. We'd be like, oh, fuck, here comes this story again, like every <laughs> yeah. time. But then then she got dementia. And we're like, oh, fuck, I guess she like had dementia coming along like oh, all no. this time sort of thing. <laughs> like it's like No, my mom's I, not got dementia. She's just okay, good. bonkers. But yeah, it's just it's, it's just funny. It's weird. And the the worst thing is if uh, she she's got a lot of go-to stories that she tells. So she's got like trigger words and if the trigger word is sounded, the story's coming and you know which one it's going to be. Yeah, so yeah. It's right. just I'm just we're, like if we have a dinner and there's other people, especially people she hasn't met before, rubbing her hands at the child to tell these stories so someone will mention something and she's like well funny you should say that and I just look at Mrs. Somebody, like, somebody who says a trigger word yeah oh god I got really sore cock and balls today well <laughs> well that reminds me it was one time on the farm and then Flax just in the background not the story about my small not, cock and balls I was making a hot water bottle in my secondary sink oh it's so funny uh, fuck's sake yeah i know my grandma was the exact same like there was always just every time she'd come around for dinner or whatever like christmas or something you you just knew if if the conversation started winding down and there was like even one moment of awkward silence it was like oh fuck here comes a story here comes but, here comes one that we've just heard a million times i mean they're, and they're, then, they're sure pretty enough, harmless but the, yeah they the, are yeah one time i was uh, i was at a friend's house for sunday lunch uh this was years ago and they had a, a friend stay and I think he was like, he might have been there, an uncle or something like that. But anyway, he was, he was like the same age as my mate's dad, who at the time was probably not much older than I am now, but seemed old. Um, and he started telling this story. And it was obviously a story that he told whenever they got together for dinner. It was some story about him being in the army. And it was like a series of, of very slight mishaps. Like he had his gun the wrong way around or his hat and the, he marched a bit silly and everything. And it, it was a very straightforward, not particularly funny story. But it was obviously his his bit. It was like a comedian who had very little material. And you, yeah. it, it would like you, you see this comedian come on TV and they start doing a routine you've already heard. But the difference is, I, I didn't find it funny at all. No. Everyone else at the table thought it was the funniest fucking thing they'd ever heard. Even though they'd heard it before, they sort of, you know, goaded him into telling this story. And then they were looking at me with these sort of excited faces like, here he yeah, comes, yeah. you know, all this story is so you funny. Can't, I guess you just weren't as drunk as them. Cause no, I find no, that, we were all I find sober. if you're drunk, stories like that are awesome. Awesome. Even oh, if you've heard them a million funny. times, it's like the it's like the camaraderie of the whole, whole thing, right? Especially when mixed with like with like alcohol. But Maybe. if you're stone sober and you and you have to you know fucking suffer through another telling of that same story, it sucks. Well, I'm telling you, we it was no one was drunk. Like it was it was middle of the day. I was like 19, and my mate was 18. So I don't think we were drinking anyway, really. So it, he was just like the worst thing was. Everyone laughing, tears running down their face, and looking at me like expecting me to do the same. And I also like just trying to smile politely and nod. <laughs> just have that face, like yeah, go like oh, fuck, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. mm, good, good, good one. And it kept going. It was like a ten-minute-long routine, and nice. he's he's standing up, but he's got all these little pants and He's doing everything. It was awful. It was dreadful. And they obviously at the end they were looking at me, thinking, hmm. He isn't laughing at all. Something must be wrong with him. I want to say no. 
The story sucks. Like it's a bad, not funny story. Sometimes you, get another story. Yeah. Sometimes do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you're in a bad mood. Fair enough, right? And sometimes you're in a good mood, and and every every story will be good. And sometimes you're in a bad mood, and every story will be bad, right? So, sometimes there is an element of that, but sometimes it's just a bad fucking and then story. Sometimes you're yeah. drunk, and every story is awesome. And, and, yeah. and sometimes you're like, yeah, this. You don't quite. You don't quite know whether it's you or not. Though sometimes, like, I'm playing a game, and I'm like, is this a bad fucking game, or am I? Just in a bad mood like and sometimes it's just a bad game like yeah i can't i can't you know you can't yeah. blame yourself for everything you're right you're right um holy shit so, so you went out to gp flex yes i went out i went to a gig um a gig a gig a band called you... this is the kit they are right. from from bristol i believe okay um, and uh or they're based in bristol and they're they're excellent they're very very good it's kind of um folky but not not too folky um, right. Like one of the interesting things to me about about sort of modern folk, if you like, um, did they have like a banjo and a rubber band and stuff? No, no, it wasn't that level. I think she did oh. play the banjo at one point, right? But not in a look at me, I'm no playing the banjo. Band, it was just a part of no the song. Bang, yeah, it wasn't bang, like that. There was bang, no, uh, there was no mouth harp or whatever it's called. There was no, right. you know, there, it was it was straightforward. But it, it's kind of folk light in that. It's not just the sort of three people on a stage with their fingers in their ear harmonizing and singing about uh, the the boy who owned a cow or something. You know, it's like yeah. more modern. But they, they have electric guitars and they play them. And I'm thinking that would have been like this whole crowd of people that probably love folk. If you took them back 40 years, the idea of an electric guitar being there would have been the end of the fucking world. Like the Bob Dylan goes, you know, Dylan goes electric. It was like a betrayal. People shouting yeah. Judas and stuff like that at the gig because he just had an electric guitar. That's it. Like that was enough. He had an electric guitar. They, he's dead to them. It's like Twitch chat. It was. Yes. It was very Twitch chat. The minute you, you, you stream all those years without a webcam and then all of a sudden you turn it on right. and everybody's like, like sell out. I mean, it's like when, when I when I'm not streaming Dota, people people ask, "Has period quit Dota?" I'm like, "How yeah. dare I?" Like these people aren't just playing one game. I know they're not. They're playing lots of games. But if you stream one game like Dota, which is what I mostly stream, the moment yeah, I play something else, for that. big fucking deal. Has yeah. he quit Dota? Has period quit Dota? Has he left? What's what? Why isn't he playing Dota? It's like fuck me. Yeah. It's like I felt like Bob Dylan. I understand his pain. Yeah, you're exactly like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Thank do you reckon? Do you reckon Bob Dylan was just just didn't get it, and there, there were people in the audience just trolling him, or do you reckon they were genuinely? No, like, no, it just... was a big thing. Like he's he's. But is that almost like you said? You know, I'm going to be playing Dota today, and then you turn up and you're playing fucking Stardew Valley, and everyone's like, "This is a Dota. What's going on?" And they like come to the gig, and they're like expecting, you know, old play play the old stuff, play the good stuff. I like that. I like that 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 band audience like interaction sometimes. I remember remember when uh, remember when Smells Like Teen Spirit was was really big. Remember right. when and that then song he starts playing the good hit. stuff and it's like Pog Champ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so so Nirvana got really sick of playing Smells Like Teen Spirit at one point because it was yeah. their most popular song. They had to play it. Some people they noticed were just turning up to gigs just to hear that song because right. it's the only song they knew and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So they were super like put out about it so they would start trolling the audience at shows so like they'd play like the opening rift of smells like teen spirit everybody would start cheering going nuts and stuff and then they would like you know cleverly transition into like rape me or something like that instead <laughs> like and not play smells like teen spirit oh, and then no. they would just refuse to play it for like the rest of the show which is like on the, on one hand it's like kind of shitty you know when you hear bands that are like being like that or you know like being like kind of like divas about shit or whatever but 
at the same time, like, you know what? pretty fucking funny too. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> funny. I, I don't care. Do, the reason is because whenever I go to any gigs, there's always a load of fucking tall people there and they're always in front of you. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's, I reckon I've talked about this, I'm sure we talked about this before, but I reckon it's like an evolutionary thing that people who go to gigs who are tall have a good time because they can see everything. So they end up going back to gigs. So I think like on average, the people who are at gigs are taller than like an average mix. Of, I reckon you don't find many like five foot tall people at gigs. I'm sure you do find a few, but whenever I go, it's Man, always Lewis, the tallest people. You can people. see everything when you're crowd surfing. Maybe you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're right. You know what? You can, uh, if we go to a gig together, Lewis, I'll put you on my shoulders like you're my date. Yeah, oh, like you're your little kid. Yeah. That is the worst. Can you as see well. up there, Lewis? Can you see but the that man? Just, that just exacerbates things. Do you know what I mean? And then if everyone going to a gig has got someone on their shoulders, then it's just like, you know, in, in the future, in like five years' time. Everyone be, at a gig always does have that one girl who gets her tits out on their shoulders though oh, yeah. every every concert every oh, gig shit. she's there guaranteed the, the, it's the same evolution, woman the ultimate evolution of gig goers will be people who can get their tits out or people that can form a human pyramid that will be the only way to see a gig it'll just yeah. be chock full of of naked women forming human pyramids i would definitely go to see that yeah hell yeah that's an interesting thing, like, right? We all know someone who is that personality type, right? We all we all know someone from, either from school or from life somewhere who is the kind of gig going, get your tits out woman. In the same way that we all know that nerdy guy or that guy who like hoards water in his garage or you know, <laughs> the most likely to kind of I don't know, just you know, be be not weird but kind of like standing and i guess it's the same throughout history i don't history, know anybody right? who would willingly get their tits out and i don't know anyone who hoards water either so i maybe i'm just maybe i'm the weirdo i'm gu guilty on both i bet counts. you back in the medieval castle siege right there's this bunch of guys on the fucking wall and they're heating up the hot oil and the boiling hot oil and one of their girlfriends comes up gets on his shoulders to look over the wall gets a tits out for the invading force and they all go oy, oy. and then they get the <laughs> boiling oil poured on them and the cows will get killed and flung over the walls yeah. and, you know like it's got all that stuff you know yeah and there'll be a guy there like fucking cooking there'll be a cook right and there'll be a guy like oh i can make all these pigs into a great stew and everyone's like oh yeah old fucking old man benson there 29 <laughs> years old years in the army he's making the fucking stew do you know what i mean like oh god <laughs> where is this going what are we talking about again yeah no i'm confused i'm, I'm confused. lost i'm so <laughs> i don't know where we are i feel like i feel like the girl who gets her tits out at a concert and the guy who hoards water should combine into like one Almost like, uh, you know, like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins, you know, like he's the one man band. He's got like the big, the big drum and he's got like the horns attached to his feet and the cymbals attached to his Dick. shoulders or whatever. And he can play the music all, all by himself sort of thing. So you could get like, you could get like the tit bearing concert goer, but then she could be like up there showing her tits to Axl Rose or whoever, whatever concert she's at, but then thinking about like her weird water collection at home at the same time sort of thing. You right. combine all this into one. It's more efficient, I think. It's more efficient. I get the impression that she is married to Mr. Boring stay-at-home cooking guy and they argue. You oh, know? right. Yeah, and this is her This is her outlet. She goes to gigs yeah. and she, she, goes, she goes up on some dude's shoulders and then just like... With the neighbor. Gets oh, yeah. God, it's the worst thought, the thought of, of, of your wife... Uh, getting on another man's shoulders and getting her tits out. Yeah, that is, that's really disconcerting because like a lot of marriages are, you know, they, they, they rely on trust, right? 
And you're like, you, if your wife goes out, and you, you're, you're hoping that she's gone somewhere really boring with somebody really boring, you know, yeah, like one yeah. of her girlfriends and they've gone to like the opera or something. Imagine she got home and she was all sweaty and you're like, where the fuck have you been? She's like, oh, uh, yeah, we have me and my boring friend went to just just the boring opera. I can see that <laughs> rumple at the bottom of your 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 thing. It looks like you've been getting your tits out. You get on Instagram and you see pictures of your wife on some some dude's shoulders at a concert with her tits out. Like that. <laughs> Man, that would ruin the whole marriage right there. Yeah, It'd be done. I, I live in fear of Mrs. F having fun when I'm not around. I wanted to. Yeah, me to, too. When I'm not there, I want her to have the most boring life possible, which is incredibly that's selfish. Right. But that's it's part of the fear, I guess. You ensure but, that those shackles are tight every yeah, time you leave the house. Very tight. I tell you what, I, I just thought of a great spectator sport. All right, this I think this would be entertaining. Okay, right. okay. <laughs> this might only appeal to a very small <laughs> number of people. Let's pitch it to Channel Four. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't know why this this popped into my head. This this is possible Channel Four material. Okay, so you get a you get a bunch of guys lined up on a stage. They they have to get a boner, right? Which is which right. is phase one. So the guys who can get a boner on stage in front of a bunch of people, they can't touch anything. Just have to get a boner. And then you start showing uh, do, them. Uh, do they have um, like pants on though? No, no, no. Everyone can see the boner. Or, or oh, if, okay, if, right. If it's going to be on TV, so you can put ten guys on the stage. Yeah, they all have to get a boner, right? So, or you, they can put their dick in a box, and the box has a boner detecting thing in there. Okay, right. So the okay. box can detect, and it's so like they have to be up. they have to be flaccid to start with, and yeah, they have to recall to a boner with, from their own memory. Then they get a boner. That's a lot right? of pressure. I don't That's know if I'd be able to get a boner. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. But all I'm saying is, the guys that could do it be like, wow you know good well well played the other lads yeah. have to leave the stage he's just left with these guys and then you show them progressively worse and worse things that are going to kill their boner picture of their grandmother stuff like that and and it's the last man standing technically uh who, who wins i think that would be pretty exciting that would definitely do well on channel also, 4 that would really reveal like can you imagine if, if someone put like a picture of their grandmother and it just in four <laughs> increased the guy's Here's the, this is the life cycle of uh, british television okay so channel 4 would have that and it would be a sensational hit right on i think channel it would be channel 5 actually would have no that. no channel it would start on channel 4 because it's 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 weird enough to start life on okay. channel 4 That's and true. it would be yeah. a sensation and everybody would love it all right and then after about 10 years of this show being on, um, everybody would be really sick of it because it's like, okay, this format sucks now. We're sick of this boner show. We don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> so the early, the, the early winners the early winners would be household names. So then Channel 4 would announce, we're canceling the boner game show. We're going to cancel it, okay? It's never coming back. And then like the five people who are still watching are like, ah, oh, shit, my favorite boner game show is being canceled. Bonerino. But have no fear. It's 10 years old and the horse has been beaten to death. Here comes ITV to pick it up <laughs> and, and buy the rights for it and put it on. So ITV, 10 years later, have decided that the Boner Game Show is the way to go. It's, it's, their, it's their prime Saturday night slot. And they'll run that for about five years or whatever um, and make it even worse than it was to begin with over time. Celebrity Bonarino. They'll get Ant and Deck or like Holly Willoughby to present it or some crap and they'll fill it with like all this emotional garbage as well. Well, here's Barry. He's about to get a boner, but let's look into what makes him get a boner. And then the (laughs) sad piano music starts and it's like, Barry was born without the ability to have a boner. He didn't even have a dick when he was born. 
they had to attach a fake dick. And he was born with his dick on the inside of his body. Appear, yeah. <laughs> so then it doesn't even become about the boner anymore. It's like a fucking weird like society piece or whatever. That runs for five years. And then finally, ITV decide to can it and pick up some other like, you know, fucking tapped out thing that Channel 4 have done. And then Channel 5 picks it up. And that's where it finally dies. Yeah. The boner show. Two decades later. That's British television in a nutshell for you, ladies and gentlemen. I, I just thought how we can have a crossover with another dead game show. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember Touch the Truck? No. Oh, so shit, there was yes. a show called Touch the Truck where you had to touch a truck and the last person to be left touching the truck won the truck. And people were like passing out and stuff like that and, and you know, having to go to get something to drink or whatever, I guess. Uh, so your boner is touching the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fuck the truck, all right? Right. And when you, when, okay. when your boner Great. stops touching the truck, you, you lose it. So the last okay. boner touching the truck, that dude wins the truck. So this one sounds more interesting than just the line of guys getting getting boners. So this one, in, in, in the British television life cycle, this one would appear on BBC One, right? And it would be <laughs> a, a <laughs> sensation. It would be a sensation and everybody would love it, right? And it would run for two years and then they would sell the rights to some American cable station for it. It would disappear completely from British television and then it would it would carry on for 30 years in America with like, uh, you know, that guy Regis doing the, the hosting and, and well, it would, they, they would really the yuck truck. it up hard yeah, as they well. Would. They would really Americanize the shit out of I it. I mean, one, one problem I have is obviously it could be a con. We don't, we don't see the dicks in the boxes. So there would be like behind the scenes, they'd cut to a live webcam inside, like a GoPro inside each box just to, for a boner check. You know, if you don't want to see a boner on TV, look away now because we're going to go to the boner cam on box four. So they cut to, cam. Yeah, there's a real close up of a big... Big and gorged dick. Man, in a I box. fucking you should you should go to you should pitch some of this stuff to Channel Four, man. They'll I mean, this could it. be on Pornhub if they started doing their own TV shows, which I've thought about for a while. Why doesn't why doesn't Porn have TV? Like, why yeah. doesn't they, why don't they have a live stream where they do fucking game shows like that with fucking and stuff? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like I I think like imagine a TV show called Get Your Tits Out, right? And it's like, it's it's not, it's like, imagine you find those women who are the same women you get their tits out at concerts, yeah. right? Yeah. And you just get them to get their tits out all over the place, right? <laughs> like, and like, who is that going to hurt, right? <laughs> Even like when I was a kid, like, you know, if I saw a pair of tits, I'd be delighted. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one is hurt. It Man. makes yeah. my day. There's a lot of shows on the internet called Get Your Tits Out Already, though. Like, it's- <laughs> If you Google it, get your tits out, I guarantee you'll see a pair of titties right away. That's the beauty of the yeah. internet. But what I'm saying is I want entertainment. I don't right. just want to Google tits. I want to see... You want, you want like some co- you want like some competitive elements I want to see like well. tip the truck. So you have to keep your yeah. tits on a truck. Last tit standing wins. You know, something like that. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Like yeah. a no holds barred, but it's not wrestling. I don't know. Really. You don't want to You don't want to kind of get down the wrong... Like, I, I don't... I want to keep it like... I don't want it to start being ridiculous, though, right? You're right. Here's the thing. We, we had something with the dicks in boxes and the boner lineup. Now you're getting crazy, all right? The boner Just cam down. and the boner detector as well. It that needs a genius. metric, right, for that boner. Like, it has to be, like, uh, here's the problem, right? Like, imagine some guy's got such a such a, such a a big old swinging dangus, right, that he's he he's just hit flat. He's already triggering the, like, the boner no, detector. No, no, no. It's got a mean? lever at the top of the box, and the boner what has to lift that lever What about the guys with tiny dicks up. like me? No, no, no. All right, just so saying. So there's a flag, all right? It's a flag. Is it like an angle? Is it like an angle no, thing? No, no. You have to be yeah, over 90 yeah, degrees or what? When your dick is up, 
it's it's pressing against something that lifts a flag and the flag starts to droop as it starts to as the, okay. the boner starts to wither so okay. you know he might suddenly concentrate and the flag starts going back up okay, okay. and then they, they bring in the pictures of his grandmother and it starts the flags going down the crowd's going Whoa! and it's got like a slide whistle yeah <laughs> you can give you, yeah, can yeah. Give, you can give the crowd those little like computers in the back of the seat so that they can vote on their favorite boners and stuff yeah. too. Bo- boner you know? seven, very popular right now. Flag goes up That's... a little more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boner four, very unpopular. You could like show them pictures of various things and see who reacts to them. Like you could show like some furry stuff and like see if any see see like you could like you identify could. all these guys. Have you, like, guys, have you guys ever watched The Voice before? <laughs> the show The yes, Voice? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So imagine it's called The Voice, but there's no singing in it or music whatsoever, okay? It's just called The Boner instead. The Boner. So, there's, so, the so, the, so, the, so the four judges are turned around. They can't see, okay? And they're only going off of the crowd reaction to whoever's come out and shown their boner, right? <laughs> and then... <laughs> To Tom turn Jones around. turns his chair around. Oh, yeah, that's Tom a great Jones boner you've got there. Slams the button, turns around. Oh, that's a big boner. Oh, I think to, I'm about, glad I turned around. I reckon they could use the same judges. Yeah, but we, we yeah, can up the stakes. The boner they guys could. have to stand close enough that if they turn around, the dick's going to hit them in the face when their chair's spinning around. <laughs> I see it's like really close. <laughs> Tom, Tom Jones is never turning his chair around. I'm, I won't do it. He just. <laughs> Tom, turn around. Tom, turn around. His little chair spins around right in the face. It's got to be completely silent. So when they turn around, you just hear that little. The, it's little, like the little slap. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Man. Uh, oh. Please make that a show. Yeah, if come you're on, Pornhub, TV get on executive it. and you're listening, we need this. We, I, God, I, I need, I need to see this. That. I'll fucking present it. I don't give a fuck. We could cre- these these things could be created now. You know, <laughs> there's no. There's, you, we're on the internet. You know, people can watch. You know, this crazy shit. I mean, it's been going on in Japan for a long time, hasn't it? You <laughs> yeah, know. this is probably a show in Japan already. I guarantee you. I guarantee uh, Japan, you. Japan. Man, Japan, fucking Japan probably is all over this shit. Like, even while we're talking about it, it's the, you know, the the opening night of, you know, the boner is... I mean, I was watching <laughs> a Japanese game boner. show the other day where they got Japanese girls who didn't speak English to have to read English words for the phone to auto-detect. Right. So the, the voice recognition, they'd have to say a word like bread or, you know, flag and then it would show the word that it thought they'd said. And they were all killing themselves laughing. They thought it was absolutely hilarious. Because they could none of them could do it, apart from this one girl who would put on a very strong American accent and try and say the word. And she was nailing it, to be fair to her. But it, I nice. was like, damn, like loads of people are watching this. And they have that thing in Japan where they'll have people watching and they'll cut to like a little face cam of that person laughing. Yeah. Like a little, it'll be and like, they're boom, always boom, like boom, crying, like laughing, yeah. and they'll be like yeah. little, and it'll be like all emojis around it and stuff like that, and cut to someone else. I, they must have a lot of celebrities in Japan because there's no shortage of them to wheel out onto these shows. They all do the same thing. They all laugh hysterically. They're oh, all kind man. of bumbling and incompetent. It's the same everywhere, though. I guess so. Yeah. Britain's the same. Well, what like, if, now you, over here we just got panel shows. We're not making yeah, our celebrities but those do shit. Panel shows are always filled with like you know celebs. And it's stuff. the same ten people. 
the same fucking ten people on every fucking panel show. There's like a small well, the circuit. Hosts, like, like the hosts are, but yeah. Yeah, I guess they have recurring guests and stuff too, right? Some people who have been like funnier than others or whatever. Yeah, they just get them on. Yeah. Like who if you've been on eight out of ten cats or whatever the countdown ripoff one is with Jimmy Carr, all those guys are on all the other panel shows as well. They all just go yeah. around and around and around. They don't even do live comedy anymore. They just fucking do this. It's just panel do life. Panel shows, I mean, you get yeah. paid a fortune. I don't know if they do, you know. I think it's just a steady job though, right? And yeah. also, it kind of is part of the way to get recognized and break into that circuit. Yeah, you know, true. You almost, yeah, if you want to do like, live shows and stuff, you kind of... It's like, oh, I saw that guy, Mock the Week. Oh, I went, oh, you know, yeah, went that's out. the thing. Jimmy Carr probably doesn't even need to do stand-up anymore because he just gets gets to be on all the panel shows on Channel 4 now. Yeah. Rob Brydon as well, right? He's yeah. just on every fucking panel show to you. And that other guy from Peep Show, what's his name? David Mitchell. Yeah. He's on he's on all the shows yeah. now too, right? Panel shows? Yeah. It's crazy. We should do a fucking panel show. Like a we should do a panel show. Why don't yeah, we, we fucking do, do one? A fucking panel show. We should do guys. a fucking People have panel tried show. before. Like you were on one, remember? No. What? That Dota that Yeah, you were on a fucking panel show. Not one, not with you guys. No, but you were on one. Oh, it was a game show. More than anything. Yeah, but it was it was, a, it was like a Dota panel show, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it Hosted was. by like Toby Wine yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. It, was it, terrible. it wasn't very good. <laughs> Maybe making a panel show is harder than we think. Yeah, I think it might no. be. But I think, but well, actually, I think what what happens is you need to record for like three or four hours, and then cut it down yeah, to like yeah, half yeah. an hour of good you stuff. Know, the, right? My favorite part of that show was um, that Toby had obviously watched some panel shows and written an intro, but his intro was just to insult each guest in turn, <laughs> and, right. and they, they weren't funny. Some of them were like, "Wow, that's close to the bone." Like that's that's. It's, a, well, it's like a brutal. best man at a wedding who's not quite got it. You know, it's a classic trope, isn't it? it was, it's like it all was you've done is just insult the bride. Killed the mood. The mood in the room. The boners were dipping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> you all came out with full boners ready for Wait, that round. detected a uh, dip in, in boner activity in Sector C4. We're going to have to uh, get the Marines in. <laughs> Bring in the army. <laughs> going to get the fluffers in. <laughs> going to get those boners back. Those up. guys aren't busy anyway. Get them to get some, get these guys some goddamn boners. <laughs> Old Matt Benz has been jacking off dudes for like seven years. He knows exactly how to give a guy a boner. Get Old Matt Benson in here. He'll straighten these guys out. Literally. <laughs> How about we get, like, because that, that's another f- segment for the show. Like, we could get, like, hot guys and hot girls in and, like, give them, like, questionable boners and stuff. Like, it's we like could see it, what It's who, like Eurotrash trash <laughs> makes a comeback in a, in a panel show. If we have, like, the flag, we could, this is a great idea, because you don't have to show the boner, but you could just see, like, does this titillate oh, these man. guys? I miss you know, Eurotrash. What, what we, that show yeah, Eurotrash was fantastic. Fuck me, it was so funny. That was I, ahead of its time, My favourite sure. episode episode ever was that one where they were using their ass cracks as uh, bicycle racks like bicycle parks <laughs> they, like park, they parked like the front tire of the bicycle into this guy's ass crack in like the Netherlands or something oh fuck me I so like the uh, the German cleaners those two weird guys that were always naked and they'd go and clean your house and stuff they're like real creepy Hands oh, yeah. and friends or whatever. Yeah, we've even clean your house for you. Who was that Once woman that they naked? always had on with the massive tits who died of a heart attack? Because I can't remember. Lola Ferrari. Yeah, Lola Ferrari. That's right. That's right. Yeah, she died was always of on massive too. Massive tits. Now there's a woman who could get her tits out at a gig. I tell you that much. Hell yeah, I bet you she did too. I bet you she whipped those out all the goddamn time. I bet you time. she was at fucking Jimmy Carr, fucking con- like fucking comedy line. She was like yelling, "Do the old bit. That's funny." <laughs> and then she gets her tits out or whatever. <laughs> fucking Jesus. That's pretty anyway. much how it goes yeah that's kappa there you go that's enough of a podcast for today go go and uh, watch some euro trash guys yeah, and uh, come back to us next week and yeah. get your All bonus right. practiced get, get practicing on the pra- bonus because this is gonna All happen right. thanks everyone bye. goodbye peace out bye